Sunday morning, you're listening to Twyla Southall and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio, here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire, to inform, and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer. Access previous podcasts of this broadcast, or you can even now access and download this podcast in iTunes. There is also information to follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, or even sponsor this show. Visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We would love to hear from you. chapter 8 beginning at verse 1 it says all the commandments which I command thee this day shall you observe to do that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers and you shall remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and to prove you to know what was in your heart whether you would keep his commandments or not and he did humble you and suffered you to hunger and fed you with manna which thou knewest not neither did thy fathers know that he might make you to know that man does not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God doth man live thy raiment wax not old upon thee neither did thy foot swell these 40 years and I will read it out of the the message Bible uh, Deuteronomy 8 and starting at the first verse it says keep and live out the entire commandment that I am commanding you today so that you'll live and prosper and enter and own the land that God promised to your ancestors. Remember every road that God led you on for those 40 years in the wilderness, pushing you to your limits, testing you so that he would know what you were made of, whether you would keep his commandments or not. He put you through hard times. He made you go hungry. Then he fed you with manas, something neither you nor your parents knew anything about. So you would learn that men and women don't live by bread alone. We live by every word that comes from God's mouth. Your clothes didn't wear out and your feet didn't blister those 40 years. Also in Job chapter 23, I'm just going to read a couple of verses. Verse 3 says, Oh, that I knew where I might find God, that I might come even to his seat. And in verse 8, he says, Behold, Job says, Behold, I go forward, but God is not there. And backward, but I cannot perceive him. On the left hand where God does work, but I cannot behold him. He hides himself on the right hand that I cannot see him. But God knows the way that I take. And when he has tried me, I shall come forth as gold. And that's what we want to talk about today is the Lord knows the way that I take. Sometimes it feels like that our life is a little
little out of spinning out of control. But what you have to know, even when it feels like it doesn't seem right and calamity is all around you, and even when it feels like you have been in this place far too long, you have to be assured that the Lord knows the way that you take and the steps of a good man Mm -hmm. have been ordered, predestined and planned by God, according to Psalms 37 and 23. I know in listening to that, what I thought about is that, yes, God knows the way that he takes your feet. He knows the way, the path that he's made for you. And it is because he wants to do something in your life. We mentioned in Deuteronomy where he said, I took you this way so that you would know what was in your heart. And so God is saying the same thing to us today, that the things that we go through, we think it is unnecessary. We think that no one should be able to go through this. And we also think that sometimes God wouldn't even take us this route because God is a good God. But keeping in mind that God knows every place that he sends you and he knows the reason why he brings you through that particular situation or that particular trial and in the midst of it you might be like Job and say I looked for him on my right hand and couldn't find him and I looked for him on my left could anybody tell me where he is and don't you think that God don't know where you are in the Psalms it talks about a good man's steps are ordered by by the Lord is a good thing that God is calling you a good man, meaning that Lord, he only takes you through those steps where he know what the end is going to be. The Bible says also that, that God knows the end from the beginning. He said that he had predestined your life even before you were even knitted in your mother's womb. But there is a purpose and a plan for him to take you the way that oftentimes seems like is hard and is not of God. I mean, look at the journey that the children of Israel took in that wilderness. It should not have been a 40 year journey through the wilderness. They should have been at most a couple of weeks going from where they were to where they needed to be. But they got stuck in their unbelief, in their tradition. They got stuck in their old ways. And God had to allow them to dwell in that mount until he had finally said to them, that you have dwelt in this mount long enough turn and take your journey but he didn't say that until those who harbored that unbelief the ways of the past they had all died off God does not want you taking that baggage from your past into your future God does not want you carrying those things that would weigh you down you know they had been in captivity for so long that some things were ingrained in their mentality Mm. And you've got to be sure not to allow your situation to become you. You are not the failure that you have experienced. You are not the situation that you are going through. But you are a child of God. And yea, though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you don't dwell in the valley. You're not a part of the valley, but you're going through the valley. And just like the dictionary has always defined, when you go through a thing, you go 
in on one side and you come out on the other. But the good news is you do come out on the other side. You might go in and you might stay in a little longer than you had anticipated or desired. But God says you will go through the valley. So you need to stop pitching a tent and making it your home. You need to stop speaking so negative like you're never coming out. God says you're going through and that means you're coming out and you need to proclaim it until you believe it. You need to believe it until you see it that I am coming out of this that I am in. God said it and I believe it. When I look at Deuteronomy 8 and he said I took you this way meaning I took you this way on purpose. God knew the way that he was going to take your feet. It's not that he did not know. It's not like he did this thing in order to frighten you so that you would depend upon him the key word here in this particular scripture is so key to our life even now he says you keep my commandments he said i took you this way so that i could see if you would follow my commandment or not and so going through these times in our lives when you begin to start reading the word of god you hear that this is god's instructions for you to go through and sometimes you may be in situations where it's testing your integrity and testing your heart as you're going through this hard time in your life and he's saying i'm just going to see what how you're going to respond to this situation and what you do is you go to the word of god and you begin to start seeing what god's says about the situation seeing what his commandments are seeing what he instructs for you to do through this situation and he's saying this that when you do that when you follow my commandments he said there is a blessing and there is a reward for following my instructions sometimes you just got to go through the thing to understand that God is who he said he is and the commandments and the word of God they do work and they are my life When you first start out, uh, you might not be obedient to the things that God is telling you to do because you're in your mind, you're reasoning the path that you're taking. You're, you're saying, I don't think God would have me to go this way or I don't think I should respond this way. But God is, is saying to you that if you would just follow my commandments, he said, then I will bring you through this situation. Amen. And God always has a purpose and he will provide for you if you stay on the path in which he is leading you. You hear what he said in Deuteronomy of the children of Israel. It is God that led them that way. You know, we would have been saying, you know, Moses didn't miss the direction. Moses took a wrong turn. Moses missed the word uh, that he thought he heard from the Lord and he has got us lost in this wilderness. We would be accusing the man of God, but it was God that led them the way that he led them. And when he led them that way, he reminded them when they were getting ready to come out, he he said these 40 years I have humbled you and proved you so that you it wasn't that God wanted to know what was in their heart God always knew what was in their heart he wanted them to know what was in their heart whether they would keep his commandments sometimes you think I'll go with God all the way and then God allows you to go through something you never imagined and you find out that I'm not everything I thought I was yes. think about Peter Peter said 
said, Lord, I'll die for you. Nothing will ever come nigh you. And Jesus said, Peter, you need to watch what you're saying because before the cock crows, you will have denied me three times this evening. And Peter said, never, Lord, but we know what happened. So we might feel like we could handle everything in the spirit. But the truth is God sometimes allows you to see that you're not so suchy much after all. If God doesn't cover you with his grace and mercy, all of us would be a mess. But God took them that way and he reminded them when he took them that way. He said, lo, these 40 years, I have caused you to be fed every day. I fed you with food that fell from the sky. You didn't even know what it was. We called it manna because we didn't even know what it was. He said, you never got hungry. Your, your clothes didn't even grow old. I made sure your feet didn't swell and your shoes didn't run out. Everything you need in my hand has always provided. God has been faithful to you. I don't know about you, but as for me, I never would have made it along this journey had it not been for the Lord who is on my side. God has sustained and kept me and made sure that I came out of this wilderness leaning on his precious arm. I'm stronger, I'm wiser, I'm better, much better. When I look back over all you brought me through, I can see that you were the one I held on to. And I never, never would have made it. Oh, I never could have made it.
are times when you're following the Lord, you don't know what to do. And that's the reason why it's so important that you would follow the voice of the Lord, the commandments of the Lord. And when you're going through, sometimes it's feel like you're about ready to lose your mind, that you're about ready to lose it. But you realize that if it had not been for the Lord who was on your side, you never would have made it. Amen. I never would have made it if it had not been for the Lord. And now I can say, I can truly say of all the things that I have been through that I am stronger and I am wiser and I am better. I'm so much better when I look back over all that God has brought me through. I can see that he was the only one that I held on to and I never would have made it without the Lord. You know, as I continue even to read about this in the scripture in Deuteronomy 8, and part of it says, it says, God is about to bring you into a good land, a land with brooks and rivers, springs and lakes, streams out of the hills and through the valley. It is a land of wheat and barley, of vines and figs and pomegranates, of olive oil and honey. It said it's a land where you'll never grow, go hungry, always food on the table and a roof over your head. It's a land where you will get iron out of rocks and my copper from the hills. And the reason why I read that particular scripture is because God, as we said, do not take you through anything or be with you through anything without a purpose. Just as he told them, he says, the reason also you have to go through this is I'm preparing you for this good land. I'm preparing you for this blessing that I have for you because you know, sometimes you can, you can end up giving a blessing or a gift to a person that's not ready to receive it. And when they receive the gift, they end up abusing it or wasting it. Uh, but he's saying, listen, I have prepared you through my discipline, prepared you to walk into this great land that is flowing with milk and honey. And I can hear him even saying, now you might have thought what you've gone through is for not, but I have prepared you to be able to walk in the blessings of the Lord. And sometimes we don't look at what we're going through. We don't look at it that there is a reward on the other side only thing that we're looking at is what we're going through now. But I hear the spirit of the Lord is saying that he has prepared you through the troubles and the trials that you've gone through. You stood fast. You have obeyed his word. You stood strong. He says, now I'm getting ready to pour forth blessings over your life. I'm getting ready to do some things for you that you've never seen before. I'm getting ready to show you off to the world. I'm getting ready to show my glory through you. And you know what? You would not be able to go through it if God had not prepared you for it. Amen. So since you know that God knows the way that you take, that God has a purpose in the way that you take, we admonish you to stay on his path and you will come forth as pure gold in Job. When Job is talking, Job is going through the most difficult time in his life. And I love the way Job cries out to God because it reminds me of how I cry out mm. to God in Job 23 he said oh that I knew where I might find God I would come unto his seat and plead my case sometimes it feels like you can't find the throne of God if you had a searchlight but God is always where he's always been he has never left it's just that you are going through things that are so thick and heavy that it feels like you have been forsaken 
forsaken, but know that the word of God is true. He has never left you, never forsaken you, and he is with you. But Job said, I'm looking for God. I go in front and he's not there and back and I can't find him on the right and on the left and I can't find him. All of my old familiar places where I always can find God. Normally I sing the old songs of Zion and I always find God when I start singing those spiritual hymns. I began to pray and I always meet God when I bow on my face and pray. But this time, this thing that I'm going through, I can't find God in any of the old familiar places. But one thing I can rest assured of, LJ Renee, when it doesn't feel like I can find God, I rest assured that God can find me because oh he knows God. the way that yes. I take. And I'm going to stay on the path that he has ordered for yes. my life because I believe that if my foot holds strong to the steps he have outlined for me, if I keep his way and not decline from his way, that I shall come forth as gold when he has tried. I don't understand what I'm going through. I don't even know why he's taken me the way that he's taken me. Job couldn't see the conversation that Satan and God were having about his soul. Job couldn't see that God was testifying of his righteousness. And God said, there's not a man on earth like Job, my servant Job. Job couldn't see that Satan was bargaining to attack him. But what Job knew was even if it doesn't feel like I can find God, God knows the way that I take. And for whatever reason, even though I don't understand it, he has allowed this calamity in my life. So I'm going to stay on the path he has ordered for me until my change come because I know that when he has tried me and I hope it ends soon but whenever it ends I shall come forth as gold tried in the fire and purified by the heat and Job was a good man the Bible says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and when you look at that word order it means to neatly or conveniently arranged. It is well organized. It's done according to a specific principle or procedure, meaning that it was well planned out and thought out. And God doesn't make a mistake. God always know what he's doing. The path that he's taking you through, it is well organized. It is very planned out. It is done according to the principle and the purpose in which he have made you for. The Bible has on record and says that Job was a righteous man that there was nothing in him that was unrighteous so God knew what was in Job he knew that when God when Job has been tried he knew that Job will come that will come forth as pure gold and he's saying the same thing with you is that after he has tried you after you have stuck with the commandments in which he's given you after you have held on to that very word that God has given you he said, listen, that path that I prepared for you, he said that you is a reward at the end. He is saying that he has prepared the path that you are on right now. And he said it is going to his purpose and plan is going to be accomplished if you just hold on to the word that he has given you. And you know what? God doesn't do anything half hearted. He is saying that when it's all over, he said that he is going to bless you beyond measure. 
and that the blessings that he give you that you can turn around and be able to encourage or bless someone else and to encourage them in the Lord as well. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for your word. God, your word is like water. Oh, God, if it wasn't for your word, what would we do? If it wasn't for your instructions, how would we live? If it wasn't, dear Father, for you speaking to us, dear Father God, and holding us up, being our support, being our prop, we never would have made it if it wasn't for you. When we didn't understand why we had to go through this process, oh God, we would not even would have made it. But we thank you, oh God, that through it all that you've been with us, that we have not had to, Lord, to be begging for bread, dear Father God, that we had not, dear Father, been lacking in anything but you caused your favor dear God to be upon us in the name of Jesus Christ and that God through this process you have shaped our character God you have built in us integrity father God and you have equipped us and made us well able to receive dear father the blessings of the Lord that you have Lord had determined before the worlds were ever made father we thank you today dear God and let our testimonies will always be that if it had not been for the Lord on our side where would we be we want to thank you for everything that you have done we want to thank you that even when we didn't understand it that you still were faithful father in the name of Jesus we want to thank you that God that you dear God fought our enemies oh father for us dear father in the name of Jesus Christ I pray that those who are listening to this radio program this particular message and they're going through that they will hold on to your unchanging hand that they will hold on Oh, God, to your word, knowing that you are faithful. Faithful is he who promised. And so, Father, we thank you today in the precious name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you, Father, have promised to take all of our despair and all of our anguish and all of our desperation. And you promise, God, that you take that and you give us hope and you put a song in us. So I pray, dear God, that every single one that is at the point of breaking, that you would exchange, Father, their spirit of heaviness for the garments of praise. I pray, God, that you, Father, would take the fatigued and the weary and you put strength in them. I pray that you would take the broken and the battered lives and you would put them back together again. May you breathe into them the breath of life and give them hope to hope against hope and let them know, God, that there is nothing, absolutely nothing too hard. And we send our condolences and prayers to the Church of Jesus family in Springfield, Ohio, and the passing of Bishop Cecil Pratt. What a great, wonderful soldier that has passed on to be with the Lord. We pray uh, God's blessings and God's favor and God's strength and God's comfort to the whole family there in Springfield, Ohio. do fools fall in love? It's the season of love. Tracy's Touch presents the season of love. Dinner and dance at the Dos Palamos Banquet Facility at 195 East Leffels Lane, Springfield, Ohio with live entertainment from the LA Band. April 1st. Doors open at 6 p.m. Dinner served at 7 p.m. Tickets available for $40 per couple or $25 per person. Get your tickets while they last online at eventbrite.com. For more information, call 937 
347-346-4420. April 1st, you don't want to miss it. Thank you for tuning in. You have been listening to Twyla Southall and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? For information on this program, on how you can subscribe to or access previous podcasts of this broadcast, visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Until next time.